Antonio Marx, a September note. Starting is now. No more procrastination. No more excuses. Start today. I was thinking about first starts recently. Mostly because it's September and school starts in September. Children go back to school in September. You enter a new class or a new grade, new school. A lot of times we have to restart and we keep living in our minds wrestling with the fact that we had been at a level or a place and now we have fallen, quote unquote, a few or many rungs down the ladder and now we are at ground zero where a new set of energy and mindset is required to go again the maiden voyage is not the hardest for a lot of us many times we have no issue doing things the first time around but when a do-over is required is when the challenge gets real i've had the opportunity of speaking to people who are about to enter a second cancer treatment who have entered counseling because of marital problems who have had the sad experience of losing a child and are trying to have another child and i've spoken to people who've failed a class a course a grade and i've had to do it over and there's a level of fear a level of self-doubt that just sits like a cloud hanging low over all these situations that it's become evident to me that the second time around is way harder than the first time but a journey of a thousand miles begins with just one step don't look at the distance we are heading nor the distance we've already traveled just focus on step one one foot before the next i periodically get absorbed into track and field especially tracks because there's a thrill that comes from the race i observe and i analyze and i have opinions and recently i watch a short video studying the race Usain Bolt did when he beat Tyson Gay for the world record. There was a strict comparison of Usain Bolt's world record posture to Gay's second place posture. They had it down to a science of how different their transitions were from their marks to set, how differently they moved out of the blocks how relaxed versus how tense these two men's races were. Yes, they ran the same race, but they had two completely different experiences. And it does not just include the fact that one came first and one came second. You see, tension is never a good ingredient 
when you need to move or flow. And one of the things that was pointed out, every 10 meter in that 100 meter race was the fact of how relaxed Bolt's posture and movements were in comparison to Tyson's gaze, tension, and tensed posture. I have this little fascination with suspension bridges because I'm so scared of them. I have imagined what it would be like for me to walk across one. And it's definitely on my current bucket list. But seriously, my view is I would make it across. Because I refuse to chicken out of anything I say I'm going to do. But the tension that would accompany me across that bridge would result in probably neck strain and back aches for a few days at least. I've never heard of any incidents on these bridges, but my logical and my illogical mental spaces do not agree on many things. So there is my first problem. And a friend of mine would always say, relax. If it's gonna happen, it's already happened and we can't stop it. Think of the difference it makes when a Shelly and Fraser Price or Usain Bolt is at the starting line. No tension, no stress, right? They're dancing it out, laughing it out, stretching it out. They are facing the same track. They're facing the same journey. They're facing the same path as everyone else in that race. But their approach, they're not going to be tense. They're not going to be restricted because what you see physically being displayed is also internally being a part of their mental space and sure we may say life is not a hundred meter sprint life is not any sprint why should i posture myself life like life is just a short race i can't prepare as if whatever this is will be a dash and that's true but there will be experiences and situations that we will have we will all have situations to pass through during our long lives that we have to treat as if they are 100 meter dashes 110 sprint hurdles or a 400 meter one time around the track race and then there is life which is a marathon now Eliud Kipchoge Kenyan double Olympic marathon race champion is seen as one of the greatest marathon runners like when you look up marathon runners he will pop up why um his finesse, his class, and just how he runs his races. He races with such flow that I've heard commentators compare his movement to poetry. Nobody pushes him around, nobody sets his pace, and nobody gets to pull him along. Running with a smile, interacting with 
fellow runners while running and finishing style is how Kipchoge does it. Have incidents ever happened during a race? Most certainly. But his reaction is always quick and in an effort only to correct what he would have seen as something that probably shouldn't have happened in the first place. He's always a few paces ahead and so his reaction comes off as if it's something planned for. Kipchoge picks up his pace and at the end finishes with a smile. But he didn't win his first race. He didn't win his first Olympic race either. But he prepared, he trained, he pushed, he postured himself for his current position. And yes, we know marathons are those races we refer to when we say the race is not for the swift, but who can endure. And life is about endurance. It's about correcting wrong steps, facing consequences, getting up after you fall, refocusing, rebranding, revamping, shifting gears. Life is an uphill climb throughout most of our good years. There's always something else that we want, that we need. There's always something else that we desire. And it takes the mindset of a marathon runner to get through it with a smile on our faces and joy in our hearts. And peace. You need peace. But it takes a certain kind of posturing. We have to expect good things to happen because the law of attraction requires us to expect it for it to come to us. And we have to expect that God will have our back. God will have our backs because he said he would. He said he would provide. He said he would supply. He said he'd never leave nor forsake. He said nothing can separate us from him. Neither height nor depth. Nor things that were and are things to come. So when we are posturing ourselves for great things. When we are posturing ourselves for what life has coming towards us. We posture it. So when we are posturing ourselves, we posture ourselves knowing that we have been promised good things, that we've been promised greatness, and all we need to do is expect it, prepare for it, and watch it come to us. And that is confidence. Marcus Mosiah Garvey said, If you haven't confidence in self you are twice defeated in the race of life with confidence you have won even before you have started until next time